Well, hello. Welcome to Winter is Crappening. I'm Ronnie. That's Ben over there. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ronnie. How's it going? Good. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Today is House of the Dragon. Avi, because you're here. Okay. Find us on our Winter is Crappening feed over on iTunes. Subscribe there. The episodes come out earlier there than they do on the Crappens feed. Also, if you're just listening to Winter is Crappening, vice versa. Okay? Mm-hmm. Go over subscribe to Winter is Crappening. You know, yeah. we make... Game of Thrones more like Housewives, but we also make Housewives more like Game of Thrones. Oh, look okay. at that! That's a great, that's a great angle. That's okay. a great angle yes. for it, Ronnie. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are today. This is episode six of season one. Um, wow, what a depressing fucking show! You know, anytime somebody is pregnant on this show, run, run, yeah. lady! Don't stop getting pregnant on this show. Stop. Try pray and spray, spray and pray. Okay, you need to try some good Vanderpump Rules shit on this show. Spray and pray. You don't need thirty children. Everybody. Yeah, the guys that run the show have some sort of fetish about like pregnancy trauma. It's almost like they've just found out that pregnancy before like you know modern age was like fraught with pain and devastation, and they're like, let's show everyone because no one realizes this. It's like we get it, we get it. Like we've heard the tales. Like pregnancy, it continues to this day to not be a a, a particularly easy process, even with modern medicine and stuff. Like, <laughs> we, we need, like, do we have to, like, really, like, have these extremely visceral pregnant <laughs> moments right to begin every episode now? It feels they like. They really want to show us how it was in this fictional time. Okay, Ben? Okay? And it's yeah. kind of, you know, reality stuff like that that is worrisome, but it's also the aging on the show is worrisome because it is also copying things from real life. I feel like they look at Facebook and they're like, okay, everybody's going to age except the hot guy who's just yeah. going to stay 25 forever, I guess. Like, <laughs> what the hell? How yeah. is that fair? But it's also not unrealistic. I see a lot of people online saying, that's so unrealistic. It's really not. I mean, look up the hot guy in your high school. He's still fucking hot, okay? And the rest of us, you know, look like we ate the cast of, I don't know, I was going to say something ruder, but then I was like, do I really want to be mean to Delta Burke? But you know what I mean. <laughs> Never. Yeah, I agree. I think you're specifically talking about Kristen, Kristen Cole, who looks relatively the same, except he like, he basically went from like a Countess Luann season 10 or 11 haircut to a season two haircut. He basically shortened up his little bob. And it's like, look, he's older. He has short as a, his hair is a little bit shorter. I mean, why didn't they yeah. just give him a full like middle-aged man haircut at that point? Or why didn't they do the thing where he's like, well, I've lost it all. I'm just going to shave my head. You know, like I don't understand why he's not doing that. Well, you can tell when people just shave their head for fun. It's really unfair, you know, like when people shave their hair to be bald because they're balding and people shave it just for fun because they're like, I have a full head of hair, but I like the look. You can tell the difference because you can still see all the growth, you know, on the hair. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that would work. But still, I'm actually for them not recasting them because, like I said, it does make sense. And it's always guys on Facebook who you're like – Hold on, what was I going to say? I started thinking about guys, the guys on, on Facebook, Facebook who and then don't I started. Age. Yeah, yeah, they, they who sort don't of. Age. They, they need to give him like some sort of prosthetic fillers or something like that. Something where it's like he still looks young, but if you look closely, you see like there's been some there's been some maintenance, and um, there he just looks the same. I mean, they could have at least put him in a wig where he has the same haircut, but it's receded a little bit. Like I just feel like there's so many ways they could have just subtly indicated he was in his 40s maybe give him some readers that would have been great if he had just little readers he's like go hit harder hit harder 
What was that? Who am I looking at? I can't see anymore. My eyes are just not as as good as they used to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think most of the aging was kind of realistic because it's shocking, right? It's like shocking coming into a show where they change 10 years and suddenly everybody's different and you have to get used to it again. It's like when you're on the Facebook, speaking of mm. talking like a 40-year-old, when you're on there and it's like 10 years ago today and it shows you and... You're like some skinny guy in a grocery store with a little puppy. It's like, how did yeah. this happen? You know? So it's the same kind of jarring stuff I was getting from this episode. Basically, it made me think about Facebook. Can you tell? That's all I can compare this <laughs> yeah, episode clearly. to. It's like Facebook memories. I'm like, how did this happen to me? And of course, I'm picturing myself as the king. Because no one, no one tells a king the truth. No one's like, you look like shit, dude. Shave your head. They're like, no, just keep growing your hair long. Looks great. <laughs> I know. They turned the king into like shabby Joe Biden. And then meanwhile, Allison. He looks turned... like the potato project. You know the potato <laughs> thing you had to do yes. in school where you put a potato in water and then a couple of vines grow out of it? That's what the king looks like now. You turn the king into a potato. <laughs> He's like a very unkempt version of the bad guy from Ghostbusters, too. Like he just came out of a painting. But then, like, then Allison turns into Su- Susan Sarandon for no unexplained reason. And then I think that actually Rhaenyra, like her, her, like her changeover was pretty strong. Lenor, like he kind of like Lenor looks completely different. Like it's 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 a all- he looks younger than the last Lenor. <laughs> how, how are you going to cast an old man as the last Lenor to look young, and now you're casting a young person to look older? I'm like, did they have like, did they have, did they? Can't they see these guys look a hundred percent different? One does not look like an older version of the other one. It's just like two completely different looking actors. <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? And I feel like Alicent could have carried on and become yeah. the older Alicent. I feel like she could have. Well, because this new girl's not old that old anyway. She's the lady from Bates Motel. I couldn't remember when oh, was we she? talked about the preview, but I watched Bates Motel and she was Norman's little friend. And all I have to say about that, fast forward at 30 seconds so nobody gets mad at me. Snitches get stitches. Okay, Al, I'm watching you. I remember you from your last show, Miss. I also Ma'am. think uh, some time could have been put into working with the actors to make sure they have consistent British accents. I think that would have helped because, like, one is like, "Hello, I'm Rhaenyra," and then she's like an adult. She's like, "Hello, I'm Rhaenyra." I'm like, "Wait a second, your accent just changed regions." Did you spend time on a different channel? But you know what? I think that that's a thing with accents. They're not really consistent. Because I went to see that Harry Styles movie this weekend, and I was like, is that accent fake? And I think it's because I do so many terrible fake accents. And I'm like, his is fake. Because I'm used to my fake accent, so his real one. I'm like, that's not even consistent. Why, are you British in this scene, or are you not, sir? Are we cockney today? (laughs) Yeah, it's really, it it is difficult to maintain those those accents. I don't know. Uh, But by and large, I was happy. I actually feel like the new actresses, as much as I like the older ones, uh, it's a weird, like, inverted pun, even though the older ones were the younger ones. Um, The new ones, the new actresses, I think are... They're really good. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, they're great. Well, this they're not going to get like, shitty is, actors on Game of Thrones. I know. But, like, I liked, I liked the two young ones. But then when you have, like, kind of, like, proper actors in there, like, like people who have probably more experience, like, oh, this comes to life much more now. It really does. Well, By the, the way, also... sure went out of Ray Ray's eyes real quick. I was like, geez, this 10 years has not been fun for you. Oh, she's had I to... mean, Ray Ray like, had fun being a little bitchy. You know, this one's like, well, of course it opens with her having a baby on the ground and then having to walk <laughs> up five flights of stairs. I know. She's had to have three, like, dorky kids 
And then like like and then she has to be afraid they're gonna get assassinated every two days. And she's like she's stuck here. I'm with mad. Her I'm such mom. a guy. You know what you need to smile more, honey. I'm like, really? <laughs> You're telling Ray Ray to smile more? Look at her life. You piece of shit, Ronnie. Jeez. I know. She's stuck there with her like her her dad who has body parts falling off of him. Her stepmom, who's like a total, you know, cut piss. And Kristen Cole, who is who is like slinking around. Kristen Cole, who is not a friend of the gays. Okay, he murdered poor Leonor's, you know, side piece there. Like she's yeah. miserable, and they don't even have like good. They don't even have good cell reception in that castle, so she has nothing to do. Oh, by the way, I remembered what I was going to say about those guys on Facebook. The guys who always, the hot guys from high school who still look good, they're all named something like Kristen Cole. That's what I was going to say. Because yeah. isn't his name like a snotty? hot kid's name from school like yeah the only one can get away with being named like Kristen cole you know or like hail harvey yeah yeah he would he, he like plays soccer but somehow also lands the lead in the school musical just because he looks good <laughs> and the and the theater director is like we need someone who looks good <laughs> but as far as the gay guy getting killed i feel i was robbed of that i wasn't dating him i didn't particularly even like him to be honest i thought he was a little shithead but I got robbed of him turning into a sweater gay. Because, you know, when a couple's that <laughs> together that long in the gay community, they become kind of sweater gays. And they're like, hey, let's look at Land's End catalogs together. And every time yeah. you see them, they pretend that, you know, you didn't know that they went to orgies through their 20s. You know, they're yeah. like, mm, hello. And they give you really <laughs> judgy looks. Yeah, they can move up to, like, you know, into the Hudson Valley. And they can, like... Get like goats and sell cheese artisanally. <laughs> That's what I, I was yeah. looking for that towards that arc, and Kristen ruined it. Kristen, who fails upwards and now is guarding for the queen. Yeah. So fuck him. We fuck were, him. We were for, stolen. It was stolen from us that what gay couples long term look like in the Game of Thrones world. We were we were <laughs> robbed of our sweater gays in the Game of yeah. Thrones time period. So thanks a lot, jerks. <laughs> we were robbed of seeing two older gays in Game of Thrones and the West in Westeros gays who sit around the Red Keep and be like, "Ugh, I'm so glad I no longer have to go to a pillow house." Can you imagine? <laughs> there was a time I used to enjoy going there. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's anyway. get to it so oh, wait so it okay. opens with this uh, uh, squish 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 a lot of yeah. squishing this episode like the yes. squish very squish forward yeah they have like a new intern over at hbo who's just always going <laughs> i know <laughs> and they're like you know what we're gonna work that sound into the entire episode <laughs> Of the time change episode of House of the Dragon. <laughs> hey, can we get Paul over here? We got another squish scene, Paul. Okay, here's the mic. Paul, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, it does. And this is a very 80s, um, like, what tricked you? It's not sex. It's childbirth. <laughs> yeah, because we see um, older Ray now. And she's, like, sweating. And, like, see the nursemaid is, like, just push Push a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Like, Sue, she knows what she has to do. This is her third one, okay? She's like, just let her do her thing. Yeah, shut up, Sue. Back off. You're not... Sue's like, I'm a coach. I'm a, I'm a midwife and a coach. It's like, you just yell push. You yell push to people in pain a lot, okay? That's like a certain kind of controlling that I don't even want to get into right now, Sue. 
Okay. Yeah. So but have- I'm gonna as a as a non doctor, I'm gonna diagnose you with uh, some kind of personality disorder that you need help with. Who, who does that? <laughs> who push, does that? push. We know. We know. Okay. How about Sue? Why don't you push the limits of your wardrobe with your stupid hat? Okay. <laughs> I know I, that's mean because she was forced to wear that. That's not really fair to to make her to make fun of someone's uniform. Nice <laughs> uniform. Hot dog on a stick. Loser. I know. I had to wear it. <laughs> Hand it to Sue, though. She keeps her job. She Sue's. That's like the same. Isn't that the same nursemaid from like years ago? I mean, Sue's not leaving. Okay. I think Sue is actually the actress who plays Sue is like signed with Hollywood's only like nursemaid agency. That they, they just book her for nursemaid roles on various productions. Like she's probably on Lord of the Rings right now. Also, like, does anyone have a baby that needs to be pushed? I'm here. <laughs> Large yeah, your- lady, large rosy cheeked ladies who look good in bonnets <laughs> and bouncing babies up and down. Please call us. And then she's also the subject of so many like Twitter clickbait articles. <laughs> that's like you'll never believe what Sue looks like in real life, and she's just like Anna Kornikova or something <laughs> <laughs> on the red carpet in the sequence. I love dress. those. I love those ads. I click on them every time. They're like, oh my god, look what happened to Teeny Others. And I'm like, click. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never believe what Mrs. Padmore looks like in a bathing suit. I was like, I need to see it. And then she's like, radiance. So she's yelling push. And I'm really dumb. I mean, I guess you all know that already. But I was like, oh, my God, blonde lady giving birth. Like, it literally <laughs> took me a couple of minutes to realize it was Ray Ray. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's Ray Ray. And she's giving birth. And um, then, of course, fucking Sue. Here goes Sue. Here's another brilliant one by Sue. <laughs> it's the head. Yeah, Sue. <laughs> fucking hope so. Uh, they're like, the, the younger Sue's are just like, oh, we cannot wait for her to retire. She just, she just says the most obvious things at all times. <laughs> and Sue, you know, trying not to be too pushy with the gossips. Like, does it have pomade in his hair? Does it have Because we're all wondering, like, what happened? Did Kristen end up making up with Ray Ray and impregnating her? You know? And they're like, it's a boy, princess. And they say, praise mother. <laughs> Kicking like a goat. And so I'm looking then, at that kid like, is it looking around for a gay p- person to punch? <laughs> I know. What is this? <laughs> yeah. Because at this point, we're like, well, we don't know who is having sex with I naively thought. That it was a situation where Leonor was like, okay, let me get like a little drunk, not too drunk, of course, but a little drunk so I can like just take care of the situation. As many gays have done in the past with uh, their beard, beard ladies. But, um, but no, Leonor's not, Leonor won't. Not Leonor's not even going to imagine his way into this, okay? <laughs> I know. Leonor <laughs> just goes to the local stadium and he just has like a reverse boner. He's like, ah, I'm literally surrounded in the vagina right now. <laughs> so she cries and kisses her baby. And um, then, of course, the like girl nurse, like the younger nurse comes in and she's like, Princess, the queen has requested the child be brought to her immediately. And she's like, why? And I was like, oh, my God. See, she has to be nice to Sue because news never leaving. So, you know, she's just abusive towards this young nurse. Yeah. Yeah, and so Ray is like, I'm not going to let this child be brought up to the queen alone. Now, in my mind, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, because the queen's going to try to kill the child or something. 
Um, maybe there was other issues just like just in general, but it was also like such a, it's a control move, it's, right? it's a power move by the yeah. queen, right? To be like, I get to look at it first, you know, yeah, take it right out of the mother's arms and remind it that it's yeah, still in charge. Yeah. Again. And Allison again has never apologized for the fact that she like went behind her best friend's back and got married to her dad. So I just want to put that out there for people in Westeros who may be like very pro queen. Okay. Let's not forget that. <laughs> hey, Sue, do you have anything obvious to point out? You should be in bed, princess. Uh, yeah, Sue. Thanks. <laughs> Sue. Thanks, hey, Sue. Hey, Sue, how about over the past nine months, you could have taken one of your beds and put some wheels on it. That way you could like cart her up somewhere. Could someone build a wheelchair for this, in this, in this, in this godforsaken Westeros? You guys have dragons, but no wheelchairs. Okay. Yeah. Come on, help a princess out. I mean, you guys have cardboard, don't you? Or something. And they don't have cardboard. I know that. But, like, you have a wooden plank or something. Just have her sit on it and tie some ropes to it and pull her up the stairs. What are you, worried about the floors? (laughs) They're stone. Literally get six people to carry her. Just like anyone, I mean, you guys are you guys are servants. She's royalty. Why is not everyone just holding your princess? Like, why 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 are you making her walk like this? Okay. Yeah. So she does, and she's gonna get dressed first. And you gotta love Ray Ray because she's like, uh, fine, I'll get dressed, which is no easy feat. Like, you can't just put on a nightgown. I'm like, this no. poor girl's gonna have to put on the corset, the this, the that. So she, they're putting on her clothes, and they're like, wait, stop. We have to cut the cord still. So yeah. she's like halfway through. It's like, oh, God, I forgot to cut the cord again. Go, go, go <laughs> I know. Go I thought it was a circumcision at first. I was like, oh, my God. And then I was like, I was like, I can't believe they'd be circumcising in Westeros. And then I was like, oh, that's right. It is an umbilical cord. You know, but, that's why Sue keeps her job. She's like, hold on a second. Got to get the umbilical. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Just like a tortilla bag. She's just like swinging it around, gets a little rubber band, ties it off, clips it. It's like, okay, go, you're done. Uh, <laughs> That's one of those little plastic, one of those little plastic things with a heart cut out in it that keeps it closed. (laughs) Yes, and then, and then of course the 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 director's like, "Could someone get Paul back in here? We he has some more work." Because Ray is like, "Hold on, the afterbirth is coming." I was like. Yeah, they really did do. I wrote squirt sounds. Jesus. So then Lenor comes in, and he, I mean, I'm telling you, without a solid man in his life, he sure has just turned into a raving gay, okay? I don't mean raving like raving mad. I mean like a raver gay. What do you call that? Like a circuit um, gay. A circuit circuit, circuit party gay. Yeah. Yeah, that's Sorry, the circuit, circuit party, party gay. It's like, hey, how are you? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean it. I meant it as a compliment. Because he's like, girl, cir- what's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he basically is like, I just got in from Miami. Uh, circuit party gays are called that because <laughs> they go from party to party in different cities and it's like a circuit. I'm saying this because I know my parents are listening and they're probably like, Ben, when you mentioned circuit party gays, what did that mean? I'm just taking care of the conversation. They all go to curve, mom. Okay. <laughs> they go from WeHo to San Francisco to New York to Miami to, to Barcelona to Tel Aviv. And it's like again. Dolores Catania from Real Housewives of New Jersey, but instead of rooms in her house, it's like cities to party in. The kitchen, the <laughs> living room. <laughs> that is right. So, yeah, Circuit Gay. So he comes in, and he's like, oh, boy, I heard, well done. Well done. Where are you going? Where are you going right now? She's like, I have to go see that bitch upstairs. She's like, well, come then. Oh, at least take my arm, because she's, of course, like, I will do this all on my own. I've just dropped Afterbirth on the floor, had my tortilla tie tied, and I'm off. He's like, jeez. He's like, well, I'll go with you, mainly so I can get some extra steps on my Apple Watch. 
So Leonard's like, so he's like, so was it terribly painful? I'm like, wow, you really, I mean, you really don't know anything about, about what goes on for women, do you, Leonard? I mean, come on now. I know. And he's like, I took a lance through the shoulder once. I'm like, oh, you, I'm sure you have better examples than that. <laughs> I know. Sure. You have a, a superficial injury. Ray just looks at him like, you are such an idiot. <laughs> like, I was expecting that we would just be, like, having the best time watching Ina Garten on Saturdays together, drinking rosé. <laughs> and instead, I'm giving, I'm having all these babies. And you're like, did it hurt? Yeah, he's like, owie. And he comes right in time to, like, get the credit for going upstairs <laughs> and saying hi to the king and queen, you know? Oh, but did like, he where were right you time? all this time? You heard the squirting and the sobbing and the screaming, <laughs> sir. You know, you were down there playing tennis with Carl. I know, Carl. And then then he's then he says, I'm glad I'm not a woman. She's like, die. You can die right now. <laughs> so they're making the long trek to the king's chambers, and geez, it takes forever. Okay, it's a very big house. Yeah. And the king is busy, so there's all these people from all these cities in the lobby, like, mm, what are we gonna do about, you know, water regulations on lawns? You know, and she has to like slug her way through there. And it's like, she walks down the. And then there's one guy who does basically the equivalent of like a selfie because you didn't, you couldn't take selfies back then. So the best you could do is be like, Princess Selena, it is a privilege to be among the first to congratulate you if I may be of any service. He basically is like invisibly turn, like turning, uh, <laughs> turning around and holding up a camera to his face and be like, I saw them first. I know, right? Lord Caswell. Fucking thirsty Lord Caswell. And he's like, princess, you want to make some small talk? I love babies. What is your baby like? What's his favorite color? Is it talking yet? All right, speak closer to the phone. Speak closer to the scroll, please. Closer to the (laughs) scroll. She's like, you tick-tocking me. (laughs) Tick-tocking me, Caswell. (laughs) So she's like doubled over in pain and, um, her man, her big strong man, Laner, gets her up the stairs anyway. The costumes are great in this episode. Everyone they passed, I was like, oh my god, love your city, Caswell. You may be a bitch, but the suits are fantastic. Love them. <laughs> yeah. And Laner is being like, he's doing like performative frustration. He's like, this is absurd. She can, the queen can come to us. The queen can come to us. Ray's like, mm, I think the queen not coming has been more of the issue, if you know what I'm saying. So then um, they finally, like, get to the door, and there's Kristen. Kristen is guarding the queen's door now, and he's like, princess. And he has all this attitude because he's, like, toxic masculinity embodied. Kristen is so gross. I want him to die so bad. And there was a kind of a red shirt there, you know, like on Star Trek, how they have the red shirts. But he was in, like, a red Game of Thrones suit. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's the new red shirt. Very nice suit costume people, whoever you are. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, I hope war breaks out right now. Because this show moves so fast, you don't know. You know? Like, yeah. World War II could start right now. Well, I guess that's the wrong history timeline. But you know what I mean. Well, no, not really. Because, like, Stepstones Part 2 is already brewing again. I was like, we just finished the Stepstones. Why are we having another Stepstone issue? Are we really ever out of war? Am I right, guys? Let's think yeah. on that. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So they go in, and um, Alicent from Bates Motel is like, Ray Ray, you should be resting. (laughs) Well, yeah, (laughs) a-hole. She's like, I wasn't going to let you pull this power move on my baby. So she's like, at least get her a cushion. (laughs) And Ray's like, I have no doubt you'd prefer that, Your Grace. So, So then, yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. Allison does her big move, which is offering her cushion. That's like a thing that she does to a lot of people. And yeah, then the, and then Ray Ray is like, "No, I'm gonna stand." I was like, "No, bleed all over this idiot's cushion. Bleed yeah, all over it. Bleed all over the cushion. Okay, yeah. make her get a new one. Bleed everywhere. Just do laps. Bleed all over this room. I would get on be that rolling bed. around all of the tapestries in that room. I'd be like, "Hi, here's the baby." <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you guys want to see my audition for the Rockettes? Oops, sorry. <laughs> the Rockettes. <laughs> Lights uh. just going up. So um, so then the king comes in. He's like, oh, what happy news this morning. And then his arm falls off. He's like, oh, damn it. Good news followed by bad news. Yeah. Um, and um, then Allison, they're asking about the name of stuff. And she's going to name it Joffrey, which I know this takes place before all of the other stuff. But that's just that name's such bad juju. It's such bad future juju. Yeah. I wonder. Well, she, by the way, she doesn't name it Joffrey. Of course, Lenor does. Lenor, you've been playing tennis and fucking all morning. Surely you have a say in this. <laughs> He's like, Joffrey. Because, of course, that's his, that was his sweater gay to be. And I yeah. wonder if this is like there is some sort of lineage that like connects this Joffrey to like the evil Joffrey that we know. Because I feel like these names get carried down. So it's sort of like the origin story, but we don't know why, of, uh, of Joffrey, of Game of Thrones lore. So anyway, the queen is like, well, that's an unusual name for Valerian. I was like, well, so is Alicent. Alicent. Not that you are one, but I just felt like taking a swipe if I could. And (laughs) (laughs) and then the king's like, I do believe he has his father's nose. I was like, "Um, I think you might be missing some of the big picture, king, about what he doesn't have. Okay. I know everybody starts looking at like Christian's nose, then outside to like match the nose. Match the nose. Find the daddy. So then Lenore's like, uh, if you don't mind, your wife has exhausted herself heroically and must rest. All right, we need to get her out of here. And the queen's like, give me that baby, give me that baby. And she walks around <laughs> with the baby. And the king tells Ray Ray, well done, old girl. I hope the labor was easy. And she's like, I think I called a midwife for cut fitness. And he's like, oh, she deserved it. Sue, oh, God, Sue, Sue the obvious. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone's called Sue that at some point, am I right? She just it just rolls right off her back at this point. Anyway, hold on, I'm going to pass out. Hold on one second. If anyone can clear a space for me to fall over, thank you. So um, as they leave, Alicent is like, keep trying, Lenor. One day you might get one that looks like you. Like, well, <laughs> unfortunately, you've got a bunch that looks like, like in the ending of Scooby-Doo over there. So I don't know. I don't know who you're pointing at and laughing. <laughs> but I did appreciate her passive aggression at that moment. I, I feel like this show works best when it has um, women being really passive aggressive to people. So like I was like I was like you're you're evil, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Hmm. And then he's like, uh, Laner's then all sad. He's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, what can you expect? So then they are walking back, you know, because it's like the West Wing. This show, they just walk through the castle, but much slower. So they're walking yeah. back, and Ray Ray's like, um, you don't think you need to fucking ask me what to name the child, Dick? <laughs> She's like, you think I wanted to name my son Joffrey? Joffrey? And he's like, well, he's our child, isn't he? And she goes, well, only one of us is bleeding. And he goes, listen, I deserve some say in the affairs of my own family, girl. And he, she's like, um, you haven't seemed so interested in our affairs as of late. I mean, for crying out loud, you started the Great British Bake Off without me. I mean, do you even know I'm here? 
So he carries the baby and he looks back down the hall to give a dirty look to Kristen. And she's left a trail of blood behind her. Yeah. You know, it's so depressing. Ray Ray, how's Ray Ray just not in bed all day? Like, fuck all of these people. Yeah. Well, the, again, I think the creators of the show really like relishing in like in like this, the visceral pain that women go through during pregnancy. Uh, and I think they're trying, I feel like they're, they think they're trying to make a point, but I think actually it just seems like they're kind of like, Oh, they're making like a enjoying point. it. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. making a point. Yeah. But it's kind of, yeah, it's like, um, childbirth porn. Like what would you call it? Yeah, it is. It's like, like when they talk about poverty porn or whatever, it feels like they're kind of like getting off on this a little bit, you know, it's like at a certain point, it's like, listen, we get it. It's not the most novel thing in the world to be like, Ooh, Look at the 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 embarrassment uh, that men put women through, or look at through the look at the like the pain and and the the gore of childbirth. I mean, this is this is not like a new thing that they think that they, they're like, wow, we're really going to show the audience what it was like. It's like I feel like you're more just getting off on it. Trauma porn. That's what it trauma is. porn. So then we go see the kids. Okay, now there's a bunch of kids in this show. So God help us all uh, oh, remembering these names because I'm not going to. So they're like, and then he sees a big scary dragon. I'm like, oh, these privileged little fucks. Like that's of course their sport story time. They're like, mom, tell us about the princess and her new Lamborghini. Like, <laughs> Could we tell just normal? Could we just normalize telling the same story? To every kid. So some of the kids don't have Cinderella was a poor maid. And some kids are like, Cinderella had to turn her Lamborghini lease in early for, you know, her new Tesla. Like, let's yeah. streamline this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because basically, kids in the world of Game of Thrones have almost always been terrible. Example A, Bran. You know, they just are there and they never go away and they become more serious. So these kids all have dark hair because it's basically like the blonde kids and the and the brunette kids, you know, yeah. in this in the red keep. And uh, then one of them is like, "Mother, look, we chose an egg for the baby." And we get like a very long close up of a dragon egg in like a cauldron or something. And it's like, Whoa. so I feel like that's significant. I think that's got to be an important dragon egg for us. And then the, this is also a chance for them to introduce the kids' names because the, the one kid goes, I let Luke choose. And the other one goes, thanks, Jace. You're welcome, Luke. Your name is Luke after all. <laughs> oh, Jace, stop saying that, Jace, my brother Jace. So um, the commander is there, and the commander is Harwin. Hottie Harwin. Yeah. So it turns out Harwin has been banging Ray Ray this whole time. Mm -hmm. Yes. She ended up winning. You see, after all of that, she still ended up Winning she the found another hot guy. Yeah, yeah, she found that was, and Harwin was the one when at the end of the wedding episode last week, um, when there was chaos, Harwin was the one who like picked her up and got her out of danger. Hot, hotness. Hot, hot. So hot their kids are running all around, and um, he's like, another boy, I heard. And Lenore's like, oh my God, what a good little king you rang. What is that? Your first law is fleece for everybody? Free fleece sweaters for everybody. Isn't that sweet? He's like, can I hold my baby? I mean, not my baby, but the baby. I would love to hold the baby that's not mine. I mean, if I were to have a baby, I wish it would be this baby because, you know, it's such a great baby. Whoever the father was of this clearly had wonderful, wonderful genes. High five. Anyone high five to the whoever? No? Okay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ray's like, hand over the baby, lazy. And he's like, okay, here you go. And so he's like, I guess it's Joffrey then. And the kid's like, 
Father, may I hold Joffrey? And Lainor's like, no, back to the dragon pit. It's like, who at the dragon pit? I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And so now we're at the dragon pit. And now it's like the cousins. Well, they're not cousins. They're, I think it's actually uncles and nephews. Because <laughs> it's Aegon. It's Aegon and Aemond, the blondes. And I guess Luke and Jace. But I thought they said the prince's name was Viserys. Maybe, they're, maybe I got some of these names wrong. There's a Jaceris. 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 I think that's Jace. Jaceris. Jace is Jaceris. Yeah. yeah. Who's Jace Luke? For short. Luke is just like Luke. Luke is probably Lukudi or something. Like, you don't know on the show. There's not, I'm sure there's not just a Luke. It's got to be like Lukukidanka or something. <laughs> Luke Hera, probably. So there's so, like a little dragon, and they, uh, the dragon master. Dragon Meister brings him out and he's like, meh, meh, you know, like on his little canes because they walk on their wings, like little, yeah. so cute. And uh, I mean, for a dragon, <laughs> it's a dragon can be cute. Yeah. And he comes out and the blonde teacher, teenager, Egon, who's a little shithead, hey, did they just have a casting call for the shittiest face that they could find? I mean, this kid just <laughs> looks like a little shithead, doesn't he? They do a great job on this show of casting shitheads. Like, I mean, let's let's be honest. They have a great track record with, with shitheads. And this kid is just, he really killed. At first, I thought he was one of the kids from Stranger Things. It's like, did they put one of the Stranger Thing kids in a blonde wig? But then I decided he was just his own, his own unique brand of shithead, you know? Not saying the Stranger Things kids are shitheads. I'm just saying I thought one was playing a shithead. So the dragon comes out, and the old guy's like, let him come to us. And Aegon's like, oh, Jan, I'm bored. And so the little kid, I don't know what the little kid's name is, the little brunette just, kid. I think, it was, I, think that was, I think that was Jaceris. So just so like it's just Sarah's first, nervous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like his first day trying to how to train your dragon, which I huh. love that movie. So he comes over and the dragon just looks him up and down and roars at him, which I really like, a sassy dragon. Yeah. It was like Brenda Vaccaro or something looking at a new like looking at a wait, waiter at a restaurant. And so um basically the kid's like halt and the dragon halts and everything and then they bring out a goat. They're basically like now this is like literally Jurassic Park. They bring out a goat and they tie it to a pole. And now, like, the dragon's like, oh, good, I can eat the goat now. But I think part of it was like, no, you have to command it to eat the goat because that shows that, like, you're in power. Like, it's not going to eat until you tell it. So right. then then he's like, okay, um, Jacera, I mean, I mean, Dracarys. And so then um, the, the dragon burns the goat to death. <laughs> yeah, nice. So then we're explaining how... <laughs> The What's rules delicious. work, right? You have to hold your dragon's attention. And once they're fully bound to you, they'll refuse to take instruction from any other. And so he does it, you know? He roasts the dragon and rips it apart, and we get Paul back in. Paul's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Just getting <laughs> coffee for everybody. I'm sorry I right. asked for vanilla latte. I don't know what they... Okay, hold on one second. Faster, Paul. With some ripping, Paul. Paul, that was great. All right. Paul, did you get my mocha? <laughs> um, well, they actually only had flat white. Oh, Paul, you know what? I'll let it pass this one time, Paul. So they're like, oh, hey, amen, because there's like this little bitter kid who, yeah. of course, I'm going to love. Like a, like, this a little is blonde. Me. This is me as a little kid, but as a blonde. He's like, hmm, I'm from the dragon. 
So they're like, Amen, <laughs> you're the only one without a dragon. So we felt really bad. So we found you a dragon. And this is Aegon, shit face Aegon. He's like, yeah. We found you one. He's like, Oh my God, you got me a dragon? Where did you get the dragon? They're like, eBay. I mean, it costs a lot, but they're out there. He's like, oh, my God, I can't wait. And they bring out a big pig, huge pig. Yeah. Huge. And they've, like, taped wings onto it. Yeah. And, you know, the dragon was like, wait a second. There was a pig here. I could have had pig for lunch instead of that goat. Come on now. I know. The dragon was like, you don't put dragons on diets when we're 12. <laughs> I know. It's just abuse. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was really in the mood for pork belly today. I said so. And you guys made me eat goat. Okay. I'm like, so, we're going to say, behold the pink dread. <laughs> That's your dragon. He's a pig. Yeah. And then they're, and so Eamon's like all like upset, you know? And then they all like leave. And then, and then there's like noises coming from deep within the dragon pit. So Eamon, this little twerp, decides to go, go into the dragon pit. So he goes down there. And guess what he finds? A dragon who's mad. And the dragon like is like blowing fire at the roof because that's what dragons do. And then he's like, oh, no. And then he falls over backwards and runs away. I'm like, well, well what did you expect? You expect lo- lollipops and candy canes down there? everyone has a damn dragon but him. He just wanted to go down there and be like, look, I can pet a dragon. Look, this dragon loves me. You know, maybe steal the love of somebody else's dragon. But nope, that dragon was like, warning shot to the roof, kid. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Dragon's like, I'm getting changed. Please, some privacy. <laughs> Mommy needs to use the bathroom too sometimes. Stop knocking on the door. <laughs> I'm watching my stories. <laughs> so. <laughs> so then we meet Allison's daughter, who's a, just a fucking weirdo. Or yeah. some people would say a nerd, you know, just because she's like really into learning things. And that's not why she's a weirdo. It's just how she does it. It's like, could you have any less emotion, you freaking sociopath? Sitting she doesn't there with engage. Your worm? Yeah, she's sitting there. She's like holding up a centipede. She's like, this one has 60 rings and 120 pairs of legs. That's 140 legs. And it is six inches long. And also, it enjoys coffee in the morning and long walks in the park. And, and Allison's sitting there like, oh, God, please, why? Why no, am I Allison's such a into sport? it. She's totally like, tell me why. Why do you think this? Why do you think that? And she says, She's bored. it has eyes, but I don't think, I don't believe it can see. And Allison's like, why do you think that? And she said, it's beyond our understanding. And Allison's like, some things just are. I'm like, that's so sweet that you're making this about education. But I know you're really thinking like, yeah, some things just are. Like my best friend being a hooker who f- lied to me about fucking half the town and is now having babies. Like, what is she trying to fill? Like a Boy Scout squad? Like, what is she doing? <laughs> Mother, you're monologuing again. Sorry, sorry, my bad. bad I'm sorry. Tell me about the centipede, this wonderful centipede you found. Like, I don't know anything about it. I mean, this is sort of like Allison was the teacher at one point. But you know that this daughter is going to become like a brand type. Like, I see things. She's going to see things. She's going to have visions. She'll probably have magic in her. She'll do weird things like having a a shadow monster that'll kill things. You know, that's going to be her life. I hope so. Because so far I'm like, nerd. Um, I mean, not like brand necessarily, you know, because I don't think that there's still at a time where she can fail upward that spectacularly as brand. Still not over it. (laughs) No, not over it at all. (laughs) So then, uh, like, a knight brings Eamon in, and she's like, what have you done? And then the girl, 
the centipede girl is like, he did it again. And it's like, and she's like, oh my God, how many times have I, have you been warned? Like, do not go into the dragon bed. He's like, but they made me do it. It's like, oh, okay. Like, it's like, they ain't... gave me a pig. They said it was a dragon, but it was a pig. I'm like, okay, Carrie, you don't get to just like throw everything around the high school gymnasium with your eyes right now. You know what I mean? It's a pig. Any other kid would be like, a pig. They gave me a pig. Thank God I love my brothers. I know. If you want to be likable on this show, you should have embraced that pig, okay, and made it your pet. And then it would have become like a super pig, like those wolves, like the dire wolves in the first show, okay? And then he's like, it was a pig, ew! This was your moment to endear us, Eamon. Yeah, you know, concentrate on improving the standing of pigs. That's what I suggest. (laughs) And then the daughter goes, the last ring has no legs at all. It's like, okay, you know what? It's not centipede time now. We've got an issue with your brother, okay? Yes, no one honestly emotion. cares about the centipede, okay? This is emotion time, okay? Get your head out of the worms. <laughs> this is a wrap it up on the centipede talk, okay? No one truly cared. You were entertaining like, you. He doesn't have any legs, so he'll have to close an eye. It's like, you're <laughs> weirdo so allison's like oh you'll have a dragon one day i just know it i mean look how things work out for me every time i turn around something is just working out for me (laughs) and then eamon's like but they all laughed at me she's like well to be honest it probably was very funny i mean you have to take a step back and look at the whole situation you'll find the humor in it no okay well i guess i'll just hug you and hope someday you'll stop being such a dullard yeah, so then she's bitching to the king about it later. She's like, they made wings for it. The pig! They made wings for the pig! And he's like, well, <laughs> did they think, what did he think, that they found a dragon in the wild and brought it for him with their allowance? I mean, Jesus Christ, teach the little fucker. There's no such thing as eBay. I've never heard of it. <laughs> and the queen is blaming it all on Ray Ray's kids, by the way, because that's how it was set up. And the king is like, well, are, are you sure it wasn't, you know, Aegon who did it? Because have you noticed? He's a little shit. He's actually creepy as fuck with his hair. Can we do something about his hair already? For crying out loud. He's like, Sue came to work today with sperm all over her bonnet. Okay. <laughs> Where do you think that came from? <laughs> That was egg on. Right Sue's there. like, I was just walking in the castle and I could have sworn I thought it was raining, but there was no rain to be found. I don't know where this came from. I want a flashback. Paul, come in here. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. All right. Thank you. This coffee's better today. I know you didn't make it, but you ordered it properly. So thank you for that. <laughs> so now he's like, uh, yeah, it was Aegon. Come on. And she's like, oh, well, her kids suck. And it's no wonder to me that their eggs. Ne- oh, it's a. W- oh, she said her kids suck and my kids rule. So it's a wonder to me that our kids don't have hatched eggs yet. I mean, what the fuck is up with that? And he's like, what do you mean? Why? Why Why wouldn't they? It's like, you know why. But your daughter slept with everybody, okay? Don't start this bullshit with me, fingerless Phil. Okay? You know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? So the, the gang shoes away like the one servant that's there. And he's, and so the queen is like... Eddard. 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 He's finally Eddard. gotten a model assistant. I was like, wow, the king has really decided to live out his last years <laughs> the right way. He's like, that's it? Bring in Eddard. Eddard. I can no longer make these very simple square buildings myself. Eddard, you're hired. So she's like, I have raised this matter before, and you forbade me to speak of it. To have one child like that is a mistake, but to have three is an insult to the throne, to you, House Valerian, even to goddamn Eddard for crying out loud. Not to mention the match that you tried to make for her, not to mention it for decency herself. 
she's basically saying like, look, um, like it's pretty obvious. These are not, L- um, Lainor's kids. Okay. Like, right. <laughs> let's, so, let's be honest. And so he's like, let me tell you a little story. I had a black mare once. She's like, oh God, the fucking black mare story. Like, <laughs> not this one again. It's like a little indifferently <laughs> this time. Well, one day she escaped and the neighboring village sired a foal with her. And the stallion was as silver as a moon on a winter night. And then when the foal was born, it was chestnut. The most unremarkable thing you ever saw. Nature is mysterious. And that's why we shouldn't have sodium. And she's like, <laughs> you can't make the mayor's story work with everything that goes wrong in our household. She was like, um, do you know that the, the white stallion fucked the black mare? And he goes, excuse me. Like, did you see it yourself? Is it, is it possible a random ass brown horse fucked your black mare? He's like, listen. <laughs> Listen, these are allegations. He goes, and the point is this: the white stallion had sex with the black mare, and the horse was wound up being brown, not white. How clearly do I have to tell you this, sir? She's like, "Listen, the allegations you speak of are dire, so do not speak of this again, and let me come up with a good response to that stallion situation tomorrow. I have to think about that a little bit." <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why she's bringing it up. She's going to be using that against her. She's going to get Ray Ray killed with this shit later. You know, yeah. she knows the consequences are dire. So then Ray Ray is with um wait, who is she with? Not Kristen. Is she with Kristen? Um, oh no, no, that's not Ray. No, it's that's Allison. the queen. She's with Kristen, yeah. So yeah. she's like, who's this whole place gone fucking nuts? All right, she flaunts the privilege of her inheritance. She flaunts it all over the place. I can't take it. Oh, Miss Popularity. Wow. Hey, there's a band of penises passing. Oh, they're not passing through town. They've all stopped at the castle to impregnate that little <laughs> sleut. And so Kristen's like, well, obviously the king knows. And she goes, well, of course he knows. I mean, like, but he's convinced himself otherwise. And then, and then Kristen, of all people, I mean, Kristen, I, I hate him. And they're going to keep him around to the, like the last season, you know, because we all hate him so much. And we're going to have to wait and wait and wait. But he will die a big death. And he's going to, so he goes, the princess is brazen and relentless. A spider who stings and sucks her prey dry. A spoiled cut fitness. Like, first of all... You did not just C-word her, red pill. <laughs> but, by the way, the spiders are not known for singing and sucking their prey dry. Spiders have webs. They catch people in their webs. Get your... Like, he, he mixed up, like, vampire, like, vampire bat or something. Vampires and... Yeah, not only that, and, but you're, like, you're doing it wrong, and you're sitting there besties with the queen now, and you're spying on everything she says just from being in the room. You think you'd learn from that little girl who's like, this one has 97 legs on each thing. Like, you're... <laughs> learn, learn your basic bug information. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. And so she stops when he uses the C word. She's like... Too far. And he's like, oh, that was beneath me. I apologize. It was beneath me. Just as she once was. Salute! And she's like, hey, listen. All right, listen. It's like, I have to believe that in the end, honor and decency will prevail. Okay? We need a, we need a huge that and each other. It's like, oh, yeah, you're just such a good person, aren't you? I love that yeah. Allison takes out her own history. Like, sure, I boned an old man to be the queen, but it's just because my dad told me to. <laughs> well, that doesn't make you better and mightier than everybody else, madame. And let's talk about Kristen calling uh, Ray Ray spoiled when actually she was literally doing the – she was doing her duty much as 
Kristen does his duty. And in fact, if anyone failed their duty, it was Kristen. And yet she's the one who's spoiled and sucks her victims dry, according to him. He's just projecting like the fuck boy that we always knew he was. Oh, he's not a fuck boy. This is, That's this the thing. I wish he was like more like a fuck boy, but he's like one of those controlling people who's no, like, he's, he's not a fuck boy. He fucks you and then he's like, we're getting married, right? We're not getting married. You better do everything that I say because. You're a woman and I'm the man. There's a Bible. You're like, what? What no, are you he's talking about? Boy. I met you like in an alleyway. Like, what are you spelling this? Here is my thesis. Here's my thesis on why he's a fuckboy. He admitted so much. He said that he had wild days where he basically had sex with lots of women back when he was younger. And then he is like a fuckboy to her again. And then now he decides he wants to be in a relationship with her. So that way, to be honest, he wants to repair his image. It's, he's basically on. He's like, I'm Kristen 3.0. And she's like, no, I don't. I'm not going to be doing this. And so then he's mad that she's not participating in his image rehab. And so he does the thing that all fuckboys do, which is that he goes around and makes it seem like she's the crazy one. Like, like whoa, she's just like too clingy or something like that. And so now here he is going around saying that she sucks everyone dry and she's a spoiled brat. It's classic fuckboyism to me. All right, I'm with you. I'll go with you on that. Asshole. Either he's an way, asshole. asshole. No matter what, he's an asshole. There are some holes in my theory, I know. But I'm just um, going forward with it. I'll tell you where there's a hole. Anywhere. Um, <laughs> there's a hole in a wall right now that Egon's jerking off into. Okay, so <laughs> Egon is standing on the windowsill naked, jerking off onto the sidewalk below him. And he's jerking <laughs> off in the most ferocious way. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't have to try this hard when you're, what is he, 16? He's like really aggressive about it. And like also, it's just, it's crazy. Like, it just feels like uh, the whole being fully naked and standing in a windowsill just feels like, you know, you you can just go over to like a corner or find some hay or something. Or I don't know. Like, I, I hope he realizes there are like, <laughs> there are like quicker and easier ways to do it. Well, I think it's not the, I think it's the, you know, that's part of it. He wants to jerk the off kink. out the window at people. His know? kink is he wants to be sort of seen, you know, by so, anyone but his mother. Um, then, Alice, obviously, he does this all the time because Allison, Miss High and Mighty Bible Thumper, yeah. walks in and doesn't even care. She's just like, okay, whose idea was the pig? Whose idea was the pig? He's like, mother! And he falls <laughs> onto the bed and she's like, the pig, was it you? Did you do the pig thing? And he, of course, like blames it on on you know, Jaceris and like basically the the, the brown haired kids, and the queen's the queen's like Amund is your brother, and Aegon's like, but he's a twat, a twat who thought a pig was a dragon. Come on, mother, even you have to admit that was pretty funny. It's pretty funny, mother. Uh, it's like she's like you defend your own, and don't you think Ray Ray and her sons will be your playthings forever? When the king finally finishes dying, finally, goddamn, he's how many fingers can a man be down and still make models? All right, Ray will ascend. Jaceris will be the heir, and he's like so. She goes, if Ray comes into power, you could your life could be forfeit. Amen's as well. She could move to cut off any challenge to her throne. He's like, then I won't challenge her. She's like, you're the challenge! She, like, grabs his, ha- his head. She, like, puts her hand on his head. And she goes, so interesting. I'm so used to grabbing people's heads, and it's slimy. What? A- How refreshing not to do it to the king once in a while. So then um, she's like, you're nearly a grand man. How could you be so short-sighted? You are the challenge. So you are the challenge simply by living and breathing and jerking off onto Sue down below. You are the king's firstborn son. And what everyone in the realm knows is that one day you will be our disgusting, disgusting king 
Have you thought about maybe going into the sun a little bit more? <laughs> then I know you are king, not only because you'll have a crown on our head, but there will be a new kind of tree seeded in the grounds below, <laughs> named after you. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So then we get an odd dragon flying scene. Um, the dragon flying scenes look so fake. I mean, I don't really know how to compare it to a real dragon flying scene. But, but um, this show yeah. has me until these dragon flying scenes. They do these scenes solely so that they can put them in the coming up next week moments. So that way it looks like there's a whole bunch of adventure happening. And it's just like, it's just basically people commuting. That's that's the equivalent. These, these dragons, it's literally like the equivalent of watching people on Southwest Airlines fly to their destination. That's all it is. Yeah. So people are watching uh, Damon and his wife, Lena. That worked out well. So everyone's watching them, and they, the dragons keep flying over them. It's like an air show, you know, where the yeah. dragons come real close to the people <laughs> and they make like shapes in the air. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big thrill. And then they wind up, now they are, like, at dinner. And there's, like, a bearded guy. And he's like, the lamb hearts are Excellent tonight, if I do say so myself. A toast to Aegon the Conqueror. Oh, yes, I, I, I don't have anything to ask or request. Well, maybe I've got one thing I wanted to float by you guys, okay? Um, listen, all right? I have to say that this place is great. And I think you should move here. We just built this great new community, okay? We've got Shufflebold, we've got Bocce, we got a pool, we got a gym. I think you should, you should move here. Come to Penthouse. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to offer you the penthouse of penthouse, <laughs> all right? You can have everything. The vineyard, the wood, you'll have tenants, they'll pay you annually. He's like, and a bathhouse, and a um, movie theater, movie theater, and <laughs> miniature golf, and all right, Starbucks. You yeah. have a Starbucks card? They'll take you know what? Free Starbucks, just for you. And all we'll really need are you to use your dragons to keep us in power. And he's like, sold. And his Lena's <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> She's like, I don't want to move to Florida. And he's like, come on now. It's, it's and, and Damon's like, this is it's a most generous offer, and we will entertain it. She's like, I don't want to move here at all. Yeah, she's like, fuck this place. So, I mean, what are the schools even like? Are you going to do any research? So then, uh, All the restaurants close at like 9 o'clock here. I'm sorry. I need someplace a little bit more vibrant. So later we see... She's pregnant, by the way. Very pregnant. And so later we see him reading a story to one of his kids. And um, she comes over. And so he's like, leave. I, your mother's going to tell me off. And she's like, okay. So she's like, seriously, we like to travel. We don't need to be staying here for a free Starbucks. We can afford a Starbucks. All right? You don't even miniature golf. <laughs> okay, granted, they have a Chipotle. We all like Chipotle. But honestly, we can always come back and visit for the Chipotle. Yeah, he's like, they've got, we've got dragons, they've got gold. Why not sell it? I'm exhausted from being depressed. I just want to be <laughs> depressed and exhausted. You know what I mean? It's a difference. Exhausted and depressed, depressed and exhausted. This place is basically the suburbs, right? Like it's it's kind of like he's given up. He's like, I'm just, I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of having to read the 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 restaurant pages of the LA Times. I don't care about the new restaurants. I just want to go somewhere where there's a PF Chang's and we can just go there on Friday nights and it's done. Okay. I'm sick of <laughs> <Yeah>. keeping up. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm not having a daughter on Driftmark, all right? And at the end, I want to dra dragon rider's death. You know, I don't want to die on fat calf in the country 
All right. And so he just gives her a look and she's like, oh, oh, I guess you've had enough of me. Okay, I'll just go over here and be pregnant with your full fucking child. All right. Third child, whatever it is. I'll be over there. And he's like, mm, I'm mad. And I was like, man, he is depressed because he went from posh spice hair to now back to his long hair. He's like, well, I was yeah. going to have a new life, but I guess that's over. You're Out right. He did angles, go back. Back with the long hair. He did go back to his long hair. I didn't even really register that. But yeah, he doesn't have. He doesn't have his spark anymore. He's just sort of moping around. I mean, look, this guy is like a, a killer. He killed, you know, Shelley Duvall with, with, over in, in, the, in the Stepstones. And now he is just sitting here hanging out in a library. He's lost, he's lost his, his bite a little bit. He's lost his moj. So yeah. then um, we go to sword practice, like the sword practice courtyard or whatever. So yeah. all the boys are like, sword, 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 sword. And we see Kristen. Um, I guess he's like a coach. So he's watching yeah. Amand, a bitter little Amand. And he's like, feet light, feet light, feet light, feet light. Do it lighter, do it lighter, do it lighter. It's like, I hate Kristen. Of course I Kristen's know. a fucking coach. Yeah, he is. And then the king's just like watching with Lionel. He's like, this, this is the stuff. You know, they train together. They knock each other down. They pick each other up. They get right back up again. They enjoy a cider drink. They enjoy a lager drink. They enjoy a whiskey drink. They drink a... Uh, how's it go? How's it go, Lionel? Uh, You're doing quite like, well. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we are again watching children fight. I hope this is fun <laughs> for you. Sick, you know? It's like the chicken fight for the king. Let's watch little boys beat the crap out of each other with sticks. Um, so, Egon is, of course, Egon. He's fucking crazy. Just swinging his sword like a crazy... Look, I'm no sword fight. It's like when you're watching the Olympics and you're suddenly very judgmental about it. You're like, um, she didn't stick that landing, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt watching this. Because I was like, oh my god, Egon's an embarrassment with that sword. I mean, he's just flailing it all over the place. I mean, no form at all. Yeah, and so he's there, and then, 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 um, but then Kristen's like, "Well, I think it's time for you to graduate to a better opponent than just like a mannequin. So how about you come after me?" So then, then both Aegon and Aemon, although really, does Aemon really have? Does Aemon really even count? I mean, he's, he barely can hold his sword, and they're he's going after Kristen. Yeah, he's tiny. He's this little tiny boy. <laughs> <laughs> and um so he, Kristen they, just like one-handedly fending them off just with, right. with a single single hand with a sword he's like knocking them all around so Harwin comes in hottie Harwin and the tension escalates <laughs> so Chris he's like uh well it seems like the younger boys can do better with your attention eh and Kristen's like are you questioning my methods sir slut face are you you have something <laughs> to say to me yeah. So then Kristen's basically like, "Fine, you want you want me to give those kids attention? I'll give them attention." He like sort of yanks Jaceres. He's just like so mean. He's like the you know playing favorites, obviously, because he hates Rhaenyra now because Rhaenyra broke his heart on a boat after like one hookup. He expected an eternity with her, and so now he hates her kids. And um, and then they then he has he sets like Aegon against Jasiris. And so Harmon's like, well, this is hardly a fair match. Kristen's like, well, <laughs> oh, well, I know you've never seen battle, but a fair match isn't anything anyone should ever expect. A zing, a zing, a zing, zing. Yeah. And so, yeah, he pits a big one against the little one. And of course, Egon's like, Aah! like he goes crazy, you know, and yeah. uh, he's going at this little kid and kicks his ass pretty much. And then Egon like pushes down the statue. He's already playing kind of unfair. Yeah. And he so pushes the mannequin. He like knocks over Jaceris by 
shoving the mannequin into him. And they're like, dirty play, dirty play. And Chris Stone's like, um, uh, all right, now let's go again, go again. Again, cut him off on the left, get him on the right, kick him, pull his hair, put Vaseline on your hair so he can't grab it. Curb stop him, don't let him get up. <laughs> Call him fat, Call him fat, make him cry, he won't see through the tears. <laughs> Say something devastating. <laughs> so Harwin's like, enough, 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 enough. And Harmon's like, is this what you teach, Cole? Cruelty to the weaker opponent? And Kristen's like, hmm, well, your interest in the prince is quite unusual, Commander. Uh, most men would only have that sort of emotion for a cousin or a brother or, wait for it, wait for it, a, a son, a, a son, no, a mayor, a or a mayor. <laughs> not a mayor. Restaurant worker? No, not a restaurant worker. And so Harwin goes all egg on on him. He's like, ah! <laughs> goes crazy. And he pushes him to the ground. And look, Harwin's a big, strong man. And he's got these fucking infinity gloves. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He's got these huge gloves on. And he's beating the shit out of uh, stupid Kristen. But guys like Kristen always get up. You know, I mean, that's what Kristen did to the gay kid. And the gay kid's face was like, you know, as you said, like meatloaf. It was just like splattered meatloaf. But Aegon's like, I'm fine. I'm still hot. Don't worry, everybody. Yeah. So unfair. Yeah, it's not fair. Um, also, these guys got to keep it together because they're now both fucking up their shit because they cannot stop fighting when, where they're not supposed to fight. Okay. Because Kristen ruined everything by killing future sweater gay Joffrey. And now look at Harwin doing this. Now, as far as we can tell, you know, not to spoil the rest of our recap, he's like, basically his dad's going to die and he's going to die because of this stupid fight. Yeah. So Ray is holding the baby and the poor terrified nurse girl comes in and she's like, ah, there's been an incident in the yard. It wasn't my fault. I didn't do anything. She's like, oh God. <laughs> Here we go. So she's she's going up the hall, and she sees um, Lionel yelling at Harwin. He's like, how could you do this, my son? You've embarrassed us. This is ridiculous. And he's like, so I kicked the pretty boy's ass. Who cares? And he's like, he's a knight of the king's god. Now, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. And, like, basically, like, Harwin's like, I don't see that I did anything wrong. So, sorry. Like, come at me. And so the dad's like, Lionel's like, I, I can't deal. I really can't deal. Yeah, he's so, like, you left us open to great accusations of treachery. You can't just go around, you know, saying, yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, those were my kids. Okay, and by kicking that guy's ass, you kind of did that. So he's yeah. like, sorry. And he's like, well, your intimacy, <laughs> intimacy with the princess is an offense that would mean exile and death for you, for her, and for the children. He's like, oh, God, it's just a rumor. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, um, Sue is helping Ray Ray because Ray Ray's like, you know, still in pain because she just had, you know, a baby. And she, Ray Ray is uncomfortable. Sue's trying to help her. And then there's just like this noise outside. Like some drunken singing. And then in walks Lenor with Carl. Another subtle man. Here comes <laughs> Lenor, okay, with glow sticks and a fucking 40. <laughs> He literally has a t-shirt on that says, like, Lady Gaga, Chromatica tour, okay? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God, just saw Gaga. She was amazed. I mean, it's my 10th time seeing her, but this was by far the uh, best show she's put on. He's like, going through my renaissance. So, yeah, he comes in <laughs> with this hottie. 
the door bangs open, and of course the hottie's name is Carl, but it's spelled with a Q instead of a C. I mean, this show <laughs> cracks me up. Like now we've got a Larry a with an S at the end and a Carl. I love it. <laughs> so um, she's basically like, "Listen, can I have like a moment alone with you?" And he's like, "He's like, oh." Where war is afoot again in the stepstones, and the triarchy takes new life with its alliance with Dawn. And, you know, Carl's been fighting there. Did you meet Carl? Carl is great. If you ever need any tips on your hair, he does great color. You should really speak with him. He'll give you a free consultation. Trust me. Anyway, he showed me some sapphires that were bigger than the walnuts he took from the pirate. Do you like them? I'll put them on the back of my shirt. Do you like? Do you like how they look? And there's this there's this Joshi giant that dyes his hair purple and wears frocks. Oh God, I'm leaving. I'm going back to see. Yes. And she's like, um, "Are you fucking crazy? Do you know what happened? You're getting wasted at Gaga, and meanwhile, I'm about to be beheaded for like having kids with someone that's not you, Dick." And he's like, "Oh." And she goes, "Yeah, they're they're making vile, disgusting insinuations." And he's like, "Insinuations, are they?" And she's like, "Listen, okay, soft serve, soft serve, Sally." Okay. She's like, "There are sons, yours and mine, and their true father will not abandon them and go carousing through the narrow sea, waggling his sword, which is a metaphor, and winking at his sailors, which is less of a metaphor, but put them together. You know what I'm trying to say, don't you, Leonard? You don't know. I know you." Don't, you're not following. Don't leave. I'm telling you, don't leave. And she, he's like, I'm a knight and a warrior, and I've played my part here faithfully for 10 years, so I'm owed some dick. And she's like, you are not owed anything. For 10 years, you've shopped like a Kardashian. All right? You've had <laughs> wine, boys, Botox. All right? I've not begrudged you that, but you do not desert your post when the storm lashes. And he's like, actually, <laughs> sailors leave the storm when it gathers. So <laughs> got you on that one. She's like, yes, but let's say you didn't notice the storm gathering and now there's a storm. It happens, okay? So then she's like, very well. I command you, as your princess and heir to the throne, to remain in King's Landing and at my side. Bitch. (laughs) So then um, we go to Damon and his daughter is holding, we go to his castle or whatever. And wherever he is. I think he's still in the suburbs. Yeah, he's in the birds. The castle where he currently is holding up. Okay. And so the do- his it's daughter Airbnb. is holding. <laughs> so the daughter is holding an egg up to the fire, and um, Lena comes in and she's like, Oh, God, look at you. Listen, it's been eight years, sweetie. And you know, half of those dragon eggs never hatch. Don't take it so personally. It's not you, it's the egg. Yeah. They're, by the way, these two are not the brightest because Lena says, Half of them never do, you know? And the kid goes, what? Hatch. Did I really have to say hatch? Tap dance. (laughs) And then the kid goes, will they let me stay? And then Lainey goes, who? (laughs) The kid goes, the people of Pentos where we are, mother. We're really having trouble communicating today, aren't we? (laughs) She's like, they only want you because you've got dragons. I don't have a dragon. What do I have? And she's like, there's more than one way to find yourself a dragon. I didn't get one until I was 15, and it was from eBay. And now I ride Dagar, the biggest in the world. And Baylor's dragon was born to her. But if you wish to be a rider, you must claim that right. It's not about birth. It's about what you claim. And she's like... Oh, okay. She's like, tell, ask your dad. He'll tell you. She's like, dad, ask my dad, dad what? Dad ignores me. Yeah. She's like, who? Dad. <laughs> what about dad? He ignores me. 
Can you say that again? I didn't follow. Mother! (laughs) (laughs) So there's sad music, and she's like, he's doing his best. It's so hard for a man. Oh, wait, hold on. I just heard my 19th baby kicking. All right, hold on a second. All right, yes, it's very, very difficult for a man. So many books to read. You know, he had to spend three hours today on his blowout. Very, very difficult for him. <laughs> so, um, Leno has written and uh, to, to announce that Ray had another son. And Damon's like, did she mention if this one has coincidental resemblance to the leader of the City Watch? And Lena's like, which one? What? What? Coffee cups? No. The babe. Do we have to be specific with every single comment I make? I'm afraid, I'm afraid you do. Yes. I'm sorry. So she's like, I want to go back. I miss my brother. Come on. This sucks here. You know it does. And he's like, well, I miss my wine. That's for sure. This local shit. Or it was this Francia. You know, this Amber shit. And she's like, don't you ever long for home? And he's like, fuck no. She goes, I don't believe you. You laud the virtues of Pentos. He's like, well, they do have sidewalks here. She's like, all right. All right. I'll give you the sidewalks. All right. But you don't And left turn arrows. And left turn arrows, all right. But they do have no right on reds. <laughs> don't like that. It's like, that's true. Yeah. They don't, all right, we're winning. We're, we're, we're compromising here. And she's like, I mean, you don't like it here. You don't even go to the city. You just sit in the house and read books about dragons. Okay? It's weird. It's getting weird at this point. And he's like, what is there, Nanny Cam of the Teddy Dragon? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> and she's like, you don't sleep. And he's like, because your nagging is like Adderall. I can't sleep. All right? <sighs> She's like, look, I've made peace with this shitty ass marriage that we in. Okay, that we're in. All right, and so like, listen, you are more than this, Damon. You are more than this shitty ass suburbs. Okay, I refuse to go to Flavortown. I am not here to do that. All right, the man I married was more than this. Okay, we go to Michelin restaurants. We do not go to Guy Fieri. Dragons, diners, and dives. <laughs> So now we have re- every now it's single, a small every single meal is mm, this is mm, this is good. It could use some salt. They haven't invented <laughs> salt yet. Um, so yeah. Ray is in council now, and um, Lion- someone's bleeding on about like two counties fighting because their horses are grazing over the county lines or whatever. And it's the usual like, like oh. local politics, local local squabble, and the queen is like, whatever. This is this is a total Tully problem. It's not a small council problem. But then Ray is like, well, actually. The Brackens and the Blackwoods will use any excuse to spill each other's blood. So I think we should look into this. And the Queen's like, of course, of course. They're taking out their passive aggression in the city council meeting. Like, ladies, it's boring enough. Okay. So (laughs) that's that's the only reason why you go to a city council meeting is to see people take out their passive aggression at each other. Yeah, petty shit. So the Queen's like uh, pissed. And Tywin says, well, we should talk about the Stepstones. And Mr. Roper's like, well, I think that the Blackwolves have the upper hand here. And like, we've moved on, Mr. Roper. Okay, we are discussing (laughs) different things now, sir. And the king is like, oh, not the Stepstones again. So he's like, well, here's my thoughts about the Stepstones. Hold on one second. <laughs> anyway, don't trust the Martells. Yeah, 
one of the guys is like, well, where's Damon? He's a prince, and he won a battle there. I mean, get Damon on it. He can do it. And the queen's like, that was years ago. He's a wash-up now. All right? He can't even get on a reality show. Nobody wants him. He's abandoned the Stepstones. Last I heard, he was jerking off in a library somewhere, reading about dragons. <laughs> and Ray Ray's like, we are the ones who have abandoned it. We should have built watchtowers, sent ships, organized crab boils, sent soldiers. <laughs> they could use a mole. I mean, Film how are you festivals. supposed to raise anyone's spirits without a mole? Yeah. So then the queen's like, okay, you know what? This let's, let's I'm done. Let's the the council is adjourned. And then Ray's like, wait, no, no, stop. I wish to speak. I have felt strife between our families of late, my queen, and for any offense given by mine, I apologize. If you felt offended, I apologize. <laughs> I learned that from television. But we are one house, and long before we were friends, too, before you married my father, I guess I should mention, just facts, just stating facts. So my son, Jaceres, will inherit the throne after me, also a fact. So I propose we betroth them to your strange daughter, Helena, and I, therefore we can stop fighting once and for all. Yeah, we can let them rule together. And the king is like, oh, look at that, Ray Ray, what a good idea. Look at her, so judicious, Ray Ray. And Allison's like, shut up, stop being on her side. <laughs> and Ray's like, okay, fine, that's not enough. Additionally, if there are more dragon eggs, Eamon will have his choice of them as a symbol of goodwill, even though it probably won't hatch, because let's face it, Eamon's worthless and we all know it. All right? I mean, you might as well give the kid a box of Turkish delights. Could this be any more Edmund from Narnia? <laughs> and then the queen is like, Ray Ray, look down. And she's lactating through a dress. And she's like, seven hells! And then, like, that, like, basically ends this entire discussion because, like, the, the humiliation of lactation has has ended this. So the king is trying to, like, smooth things. He's like, well, that's a great... That I, I mean, look, she threw in a dragon egg. I mean, I think this is a great idea. I'm all down for it. And the queen's like, thank you for the offer. I will consider it. Now you must rest, husband. It's time for the blanket game. Why pile as many blankets onto you as you can possibly bear? Okay, come on. And he's like, I don't want a blanket. She's like, I'm going to burrito you with this blanket, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so she, like, burritos him, man. And she's like, your daughter's just desperate. I mean, it's no... Coincidence that she offered this queendom for my daughter right after everybody basically found out that she was fucking Harwin and that's the kid's dad. Okay, come on now. And he's like, no, yeah. she really meant it. It's going to be so fun. She's like, burritos don't speak. <laughs> I'm going to swaddle your mouth. So, so loaf, Lionel comes <laughs> in and he's yeah. like, ah! and, um, <laughs> He wants to talk to the king. And, of course, Allison stays in there. And so Lionel's like, I have come to resign my position <laughs> because of the episode in the yard. My son, Harwin, hot as hell, has disgraced himself. And the fishwives will tell the tale. They always talk about what the hot ones do every time. <laughs> it's not staying in this yard, I'll tell you that. Every single fishwife. Which, now that I think about that, does that mean their husbands are fish? What does that mean, fishwife? <laughs> Do we have an issue with people marrying fish in this country? Anyway. The wives so, of fish really can't talk, but they do say a lot with their dead eyes. 
Yeah. I'm like Lionel. Let them. T- these poor. Let them. Let them have this great juicy gossip. I mean, come on. Don't no. deprive them of this joy, right? No, they'll burn down the castle and start war. So, so the king's like, "Oh God, we fired him from being a cop, which is probably the first time in history that that's happened." <laughs> right, so, isn't that enough? And Lionel's like, "Forgive me, Your Grace, but it's not." And he's like, "Oh." God, get up. You've served me faithfully for many years. Ten is hand, and your advice has been sage, and it's been unmarked by self-interest, which stands in contrast to all others. I don't mean your father, Queen Alison, but I mean your father's. And she's like, oh my God, he means my father. I can't (laughs) believe he would do this. And Lionel's like, I know I said I'd be your hand until the end of time. So now I'm praying for the end of time to hurry up and arrive. Because if I got to spend another minute with you, I don't think I will ever survive. Okay, meatloaf. Okay, I get it. Get to what you're saying. But I know I committed to being your hand, but then again, so did your hand. And it left. And the king's like, hey, it's not all gone yet. Give me a break here. I've still got Listen. some of it. There's a shadow over my house, and it grows darker, and I cannot serve you with integrity. And the king's like, what is this shadow? Oh, is this Lena all of a sudden I'm talking to? There's a shadow. And the queen's like, say it in plain language, otherwise he will not understand. You should have heard his mare and stallion story. Oh, do we want to talk about the mare? I had this mare who was black as night. Oh, king, please, I heard the story too. I don't need to hear it again. Please don't tell me to don't. Don't eat too much sodium mare story again. <laughs> so the king's like, no, you're not leaving. I insist. And he's like, well, all right. Well, if I stay then, I have to go home first because my son needs a ride from the country if he's going to go back home because now he has to go back to work at his nine to five now that he fucked up his power, you know, so he's got to back to the staplers and hole punching for him, you know. So I've got to just go home and make sure he's fine. And the king's yeah. like, okay, you can go. And yeah, Allison's Lionel. like, I'm so mad! Ah! Yeah, this was weird. Lionel's like, yes, for reasons that make no sense, I'm going to have to escort my son to Harrenhal because, because that's what the story wants me to do. So then now the queen, now she goes into a room where there's like a, there's like a feast, a whole like buffet that's, that's set up for her. And Laris is sitting there. So like, apparently she has like a special, like dining, like he, she has like special dinners with Laris. And he, of course, is being super Laris. He's like, I took the liberty of beginning without you, your grace. It would be a sin to let this pie grow cold. She's like, well, you also drank the wine too, BG Dubs. She's like, well, I can't have meat pie without the wine. And he's like, well, normally it's been my duty to tell you the gossip, but tonight you have it. Spill some tea, would you? (laughs) So the king had an audience with my father. She's like, oh, my God, I was so pissed. I didn't even burrito blanket him when I left. (laughs) I am pissed. Well, your dad tried to resign. And he's like, oh, interesting. You said attempted. She's like, because the king wouldn't accept it. Okay. It's like it's like I was offering him a Band-Aid. You know, I said. (laughs) It's not for you. It's for the rest of us who have to look at that hand. <laughs> All right. And she's basically like, yeah, I mean, Harwin, your brother basically confessed to having those kids in the yard with that, like, show of masculinity. And so... Um, and he's like, well, did he fail to mention that my brother fucked the princess into a minivan full of children with little stick figures on the back with their names <laughs> on the bottom? All, you know, what's going on? I don't get it. So she's all mad. You know, because she's like, you know, the hand is biased by the acts of the sun. And, like, my, you know, he can't, like, give unbiased counsel to the king right now. And so 
Yeah, he's or I'm like, sorry, that's well, what Lara I mean, says. Yeah, he's like, yeah, um, you'll be the same. Don't worry. And she's like, <laughs> no, if my dad was here, he would tell him what's what, and he'd do it with a cute brooch. And he's like, well, you cannot say, my queen, that your father would be impartial to the matter. She's like, he would be partial to me! <laughs> yeah, me! so she's like, a Who's on my side? <laughs> So then we're in like a dungeon and we see a close up of a cane. And it's just Laris again. I don't know why there was a close up of the cane. There was probably a symbol on there that oh, I. Because they wear missed. buttons later with the cane symbol on. It was very like beat you over the head and still I didn't find out until I read it on Reddit because that's how. Yeah, I what, what was it? Because they wore pins that looked like they were little like um, like beetles or something like that. That's was that, his, uh, that's his, his symbol. house. Yeah. So it's also a- she said something. What did she say to him? Did she say, say, is there no one to take my side or is there no one to rid me of this hand or something like that? So oh. then, yeah. So then we find out that Laris has gone down to county. Okay. So yeah. he's like, wow, look at this, a collection of heroes. Because they didn't have any rules back then. So all the prisoners are just like smushed up against the bars. You know? <laughs> there were, it's like yeah, too many was, in one little cage. They're like, there hadn't really been any prison reform at that time. So Laris is there. And I guess Laris has the ability to pull people out of dungeons. I don't know why. I don't really know what Laris does. He's just like around. I don't know what he has. Like, I don't know if he has an official position. I may Is have he like it. the hand of the queen? Like, does the queen get a hand too? Is he like the the chief of staff of the first lady like or whatever? Wrist? Yeah, I'm going to say he is. So he basically is like, he's like, okay, you guys are like murderers and deviants and traitors. Uh, but let's make a deal. So he basically slices out their tongues, which was real fun to watch. And he's like, uh, are you prepared to pay a little price? <laughs> slices off their tongues. And he's like smiling like it's the best thing he's ever seen. I know. Uh, because this way they can't, um, I guess oh. they can't bat him out. Yeah. So we don't know what he's up to yet. So then we the go birth. back to, oh gosh. So now we More. go back to this terrible scene. It's childbirth. So watch out everybody. Here we go. It's time for <laughs> Lena to give birth. And she's screaming and she's got her own Sue there. Um, who's like, push, push, except this, this this time you need it, okay? This is when you need a push, because this is a very difficult one. And Lena's like, listen, this is why I didn't want to stay here. Our child is going to be born in the suburbs. This is what's going to be in her DNA. Like, this is terrible. Now you do understand now. So the doctor goes up to, um, goes up to Damon and is like, I'm sorry, I've reached the limit of my art. The child will not come. And you know, Damon's like, um... Or you're just a shitty doctor. Come on, surely you could do this. We've seen much worse births on this show. Yeah, and so Damon's like, will sorry. the mother survive it? And he's like, uh, this is Game of Thrones. So he's like, right, <laughs> right, all right. Well, I don't want to kill her. So basically, he makes a better choice than his brother, who did not make the same choice when his wife died in the first episode. Oh, so yeah. then, Good well, points. we don't really hear him say no. The doctor's just like, I can cut the baby out, but there's no way she's going to live. And so he's... Oops. The doctor's like, listen, I'm under the understanding that your wife had ambitions for a better life. So unfortunately, she will have to die very shortly, Okay. So I know your I your wife so was positive and great and too good for you. So she's gonna die. Okay. <laughs> only terrible people live on this show. <laughs> yeah. So then we get this terrible, beautiful scene. So she goes to her dragon, the biggest dragon, and he's like <sighs> and she starts yelling Dracaris at it and he won't kill her. And then they have this stare off where she's like, 
kill me. He's like, I'm not killing you. I love you. And she's like, no, kill me. And he's like, I won't do it. And then Damon comes finding for her. And he's, he seems to know what she's doing because he's yelling her name kind of worried. And she's like, he's coming. And he's like, okay, I'll do it. And then he goats her. He just straight up goats her. What the mm-hmm. hell? Yep. And basically, like, she dies... Because the baby's like not coming out, and she's in massive pain, and so and the she dragon to die a dragon rider's death. So I guess that's what it is. But by the way, by the way, we have an opening in the dragon world. So if anyone is looking for a dragon to bond with, uh, there it is. So I we think between Amon, <laughs> between Amon and the kid and, and and Lena's kid, we got a dragon of everyone. Okay, God, come on, let's not vulture this. Let's just give her a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you have to act quickly. It's like an estate sale, okay? No, give so, it a moment. My <laughs> God, this was horrifying, dra- this scene. I was that like, dragon <laughs> is available. For anyone who is looking for a dragon, it's on Craigslist. Go, you know, They're already dragon-faxing this dragon, okay? <laughs> give it a moment. <laughs> so then Ray Ray is holding the baby, and Harwin's leaving, and it's like an emotional, emotional goodbye to the kids. And he's like, I will return. But no one really believes it. And she can't even look him in the eye. She's, like, trying not to cry or whatever. Yeah, and, and so he's like, I will be back. And the kids, like, run after him. It's like hope floats, you know? The kid's yeah. like, Daddy! He's like, I'm just, I'm just going to the store. So then, uh, then the sun's sad, and Ray Ray's like, "Don't worry, we'll exchange letters by Raven, the most time-tested and reliable method for writing letters to people. Birds that definitely do not fly astray." And yeah. the kid's like, "But is Harwin, is Harwin strong, my father? Am I a bastard?" She's like, "No, no, no, you are Targaryen." She's like, "But I've already grown a little beard." You are Targaryen through and through. But, but I want to, I want to attack someone. You are Targaryen and I'll hear nothing more of it. And that's all that matters, you little brown-haired freak. All right, now go <laughs> read something. So then we go back to sword fighting practice. And Lenor is practicing with Quarrel. And um, Ray comes down and she's like, we're done. We're leaving. I've been undermined. They got rid of my man. And they whisper about me in the corridors. So fuck them. Let them whisper. Okay, let them whisper. Should I bring Sue? I mean, she does say obvious things, but she's really good with directions, and I haven't been to Dragonstone in a while. So, Yeah, she actually has a really good eye for interior design, and I think that we are going to need to give a refresh Dragonstone. So I'm thinking we actually do bring Sue after all, at least for a few months. And, and Lena's like, um, but like, what about your position? What about you always said that if we leave, let you know that that Alicent will just say her honey, her honey will go down the king's throat, and she's like, um, oh well, my it's God. funny. When are you with Kennedy? I've never heard someone more afraid of Dick. Okay, <laughs> don't worry, you can bring your Dick too, Carl. I'm sure we can find something for you to do. <laughs> Carl can come. Okay, and like, don't be, listen. A wise sailor is one that flees the storm that gathers. Remember that, bitch. He's like. That's pretty good. All right, let's go. Uh, so he's like, yes. And she's like, we need every skin sword we can muster, Carl. And they're like, <laughs> yes. So then um, the horse, okay. So then we see Harwin and his dad arriving at their castle. And then we see the evil guys from jail, from jail, they're, from county jail. And they're wearing yeah. little brooches that match the, the, the sigil cane. of. Yeah, the cane. And, and yeah. to me, it looked like a little beetle or a bee, whatever it was, is like an insect. And um, and then, like, so Harwin and Lionel are, like, heading to Harrenhal. And they're, like, lurking. And they've got hoods on, so we know they're up to no good. Like, 
the most obvious bad guys ever just walk around like all hooded and, and, and I know like, they're like on horses. Like, you know, people like you're very obvious you're on a horse and you're wearing a hood. Like it's obvious that you're And I love that guy. Laris is like, you know what? Go murder some people. I'm gonna cut out your tongue so you can't tell them it was me. But wear my brooch. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, branding is important, boys. Branding <laughs> is important. Yeah. So then basically then we cut to it's evening time and Lionel's in bed and he's coughing. And he's coughing, coughing, coughing. And then we see there's smoke. And Heron Hall is on fire. There's a big fire, and Lionel's trying to get out of his room, but it's like barricaded. Her, his door is barricaded shut. And then we see that Harwin is also trying is in the same situation. They're trapped in their rooms. Obviously, these guys like barricaded their doors closed. Which I don't know how that happened. How do, are these well, guys just heavy probably, sleepers? Now that we said it, I think that that's probably why they were wearing the little brooch things, right? They were probably like, "We work here." Well, they couldn't say we work here, but maybe they just would point down to their brooch and they would be like, "Okay, come in, please, <laughs> do whatever you'd like in the castle." I don't know. But like, you know, I mean, don't if you're like lying in bed and you're like a like someone nailing a plank across your door, do you think, like, wait a second, I should investigate that? I'm like, oh, you know, it's just the house settling in. Well, it wasn't a plank across the door, was it? My man, that's, in my mind, it was. How did they, how did they barricade them in? I don't know. Well, I don't they know how up. they did it, but they sure did. So the doors were locked and they couldn't open them. And it's just, it's kind of like the whole door thing. Um, but it's not as romantic because it doesn't end as Hodor. It's open the door. Open. So it just ends as Odor. I was like, this is yeah. not, don't kill him in Odor, okay? This is not how you kill the hottest person on the show, people. Yeah. But I mean, do. we don't know, we don't know that they're officially dead. You know, this show could be good for like having them come back like all disfigured. I think and, we, like, we know because we saw burned people outside, remember? They were like pulling. I don't know. I'm just saying, out. like, this show might have like you know Harwin shows up being like you left me for dead and it's like he's like well, got maybe. scars all over his face Freddy Krueger style you know he just I'm just saying I'm I'm yeah. keeping the and he's like well you still love me and she's like I don't know and they're like is that even Harwin or is it and it you know someone who's just trying to get your money it's like Downton Abbey it's like Downton Abbey yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a- <laughs> so, so then yeah we get this Laris voiceover um, as we see other things happening. Did you yeah, like I did. It's not that interesting. It's basically Laris being Laris talking about children, like, oh, children, they're all biggest folly and futility. And they, wow, we imagine that we can cheat the great darkness of victory and it will persist and we'll live on through our children. But la, children, children, children. He's just going on. And we're yes. seeing the king. The king's like really sad because Rhaenyra left. And um, there are rats that are like watching him. And he's like eyeing the rats all angry. Because I think that rats are like, Maybe the rats are like ready to eat him. They're like, when are you going to die so we can eat you? We've been eyeing you for like 10 years. We yeah. want to eat you. Rats like the symbol of death, I guess. And he's like, Ooh, don't have me yet. I'm working on a caboose, sucker. <laughs> and um, Lena's kids see, are crying. Yeah, Damon's kids crying, and he doesn't know how to deal with it. He's like looking at them and wanting to be there, but you know, he's Damon. So he's like, oh, I'll be inside. Okay, I'll be reading a dragon book if anybody needs me. So they just cry on the roof. And then we go to Laris talking to the queen. And he's like, better to make your way through life unencumbered, if you ask me. (laughs) Twirling his mustache. And she's like, are you saying that they're dead? He's like, oh, yes, I burned them alive. (laughs) Okay, it was fun. (laughs) You know about Hall. It was built by Hubris and uh, by... Harris the Black, I don't know. Heron the Black, Heron? Herrick. I don't know, I wrote it wrong. But he mixed blood into the mortar. And it's sad. It's said to be a cursed place, and 
It passes judgment on all it moved through its gates. I was like, isn't that your house? Yeah. She's like, can you just like talk like a normal person for once? Did you kill these people? <laughs> yeah. Like you pass judgment. And he goes, the queen makes wish. What servant of the realm would not strive to fulfill it? I assume you will write to your father, won't you? <laughs> and she's, she's like, like well, I, didn't, I, I didn't do this. I didn't wish for this. I didn't wish for this. She's like, every fishwife is going to talk about this instead, you idiot. <laughs> you like, changed the branding. I feel certain you'll reward me when the time is right. Hold on. Let me sniff my outsider flower from Bravos. <gasps> <laughs> if that's supposed to make you look menacing, it's really not working. You're just sniffing a flower right now. <laughs> well, you can also clean your nose with it, actually, because it's got that like little Q-tip bud that comes out of it. So don't yeah, judge it's me, actually... all right? I just murdered people for you. She's like, oh, my God, I'm a bad person now. I just want to say, me sniffing this flower has nothing to do with the murders. I was not trying to accentuate my evil. I actually just wanted to smell. It really smells lovely. Like, even an evil person is allowed to smell a lovely flower. I'm just saying. Okay? The outsider flower has grown in your room. Mm. So that's the end of that one. Gosh, they packed a lot into this. It was a big, long episode. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was like, this episode keeps on going. Half of it I couldn't see because it was so dark. But I listened to it. It was dark, right? I was like, like especially in the dragon pit, I was like, I think I see a hand that's moving. Like, they, I understand there wasn't electricity in those days, but there were a lot of servants who could be lighting more candles. So right, but you're still some, using lighting in the show. So Yeah, like, let us see. This is yeah, a, little, it's a little dark. Yeah, I turned the light, the brightness up so I could see that, and mm. then I turned on the PlayStation after, and it's a big white screen that comes on, and I was like, oh! Like, I had my brightness fully up, and I was like, I can't see what's <laughs> happening, but I hear it, and uh, so anyway, um, yeah, more drama. To the end of this one, so thanks you all for being here with us. Um, if you're listening on Crappens, go subscribe on Winter is Crappening. Also, there's a video for this on Crappens on Demand on our I... Patreon, which is patreon.com slash watchwhatcrappens. We'll talk to you next time. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas. She don't miss no Trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie. She has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying. Okay. She's always supplying. It's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. Megan Berg. You can't have a burger without the Berg. Sarah Greenwood. She only uses her power for good. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork. It's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will. Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. She's the queen bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.